0: Hello there, this is Mrs. D, the host of the Today's African Mom podcast. I am a counselling psychologist, passionate about working with women, specifically teaching them about parenting and how to manage both their reproductive and overall health using fertility awareness. I want to help women step into their power and soar to their greatest potential by educating them about their mental and reproductive health plus their parenting mindset enabling them to own their legacy and make it a reality. Our social media handle on Instagram and Facebook is at Managing Families. Follow us and get tips that help you become a better mother. Don't forget to visit our website www.managingfamilies.com get yourself a copy of our free ebook titled seven positive discipline tactics That work beating yelling and timeouts not included would you like to make your legacy a reality on a daily basis why don't you plan your time more effectively set goals and priorities that reflect what matters most to you using our saying yes to me planner this planner is undated and easy to print at home or in the office. Please find all the links mentioned in the show description. Today I would like us to talk about why we shouldn't beat our children and how this socially acceptable activity has just got to stop. With the current unrest within our high schools, the return of corporal punishment will not make things better, it will only make matters worse. Now, please, don't get me wrong. I haven't always been this way. In fact, I used to pride myself for being a strict mother, with disciplined children who never put a toe out of line and listened to my stern reprimands. I was a very proud mother for having accomplished this feat With two toddlers, all under the age of three. Miss D the other day told me, When I grow up, I will beat my children like you. And then, I will stop the way you did. I was so horrified. I quickly told her not to make the same mistake I did. I implored her not to beat her children at all. That was Mama's mistake. And she shouldn't copy her mistakes. So, where did this business of me, stopping to beat my children, even come from? To be honest, I was sure there was no other way to discipline children. And those other ways were too un-African for my liking. Mtoto lazima anyoroshwe smart. A child needs to be streamlined properly. What do children who have been exposed to trauma do? Fun fact! Did you know that the brain develops from the back parts or lobes heading to the front? The frontal lobe and temporal lobes deal with thinking, memory, learning, reason and consequences, fully developing at 25 years of age. So what parts are already developed in our children's brains? The ones that keep them alive and functioning and, most of all, protect them from danger. These are the brainstem and the cerebellum. Let's dive a little deeper into this. I did say I was a scientist, didn't I? So in the human brain, danger triggers an alarm and fear in our temporal lobes. This response is automatic and requires no input from the frontal lobe. This is what triggers the fight, flight or freeze mechanism, which is vital for human survival. If the danger threatens life or causes intense fear, then this memory is stored in the brain in a different place from where the normal memories are stored to ensure that we know what to do in the future when faced with a similar event. The only problem with continuously storing this kind of memory is that it is the underlying cause of mental disorders like depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, that's PTSD, that usually occur later on in a child's life. Since the creation and subsequent storage and recall of this memory is automatic, then it makes it even more difficult to avoid the harmful mental effects. Bringing this back to our children, especially the younger ones, we as their parents, or caregivers, are literally their whole world. They depend on us 100% for food, safety, security, love, comfort, and many other things. Children don't have a list of options when it comes to who their caregiver is. Therefore, in order to survive, then they must do whatever it takes to please or get the attention of their caregiver. Children don't perceive the punishment as a way of stopping a bad behavior. They look at it as a life or death situation. It is about their survival their temporal lobe and brainstem activity kicks in in full force. The body perceives stress and the adrenal glands make and release the hormone cortisol into the bloodstream. Cortisol is often called the stress hormone and it causes an increase in heart rate and blood pressure. A child that is constantly under stressful situations continually has an elevated heart rate and blood pressure, which causes very serious problems in the future. These include brain shrinkage, leading to memory and learning difficulties, suppressed immune system, hypertension, depression, anxiety disorders, and so many other ailments. The flight, freeze, or fight mechanism is fully activated when they go through any trauma, and their brains aren't able to process whether the trauma was unintentional or made with love or had nothing to do with them. All the brain knows is that when X happens, harm is done, and I need to either get adrenaline and run or just plain freeze or just fight the source of trauma. Question, how many of us were called a very specific name? by our parents this name was one of our actual names and certainly not our pet name before we received a beating so we were called a specific name just before we received a beating even to date tell me when you hear that name what's your first reaction Eh, now comes in the so called beating apparently to teach a lesson Question, what lesson exactly? They say, or rather I used to say, that they don't repeat the wrong thing again. That they learn what the wrong thing is and that they realize that they should not do that wrong thing because it is wrong to do. And that they cannot talk to me like that because I am their mother and I shall not tolerate that in my house. But guess what is actually processed in their brains as the so-called lesson. Next time my mother or my teacher or my father is annoyed by something I have done, I had better run, I had better fight, or try and appease him or her or deflect his or her anger and they learn nothing to do with the actual wrong thing. So my initial remix (laughs) to beating my children was to explain why I was beating them because they had done X and X was wrong. Then after I'd finished that explanation and they had dutifully repeated the reasons, I beat them knowing we had communicated. And I would even console them after saying, I still love you even when you're naughty. I was such a proud mama. Job well done. Then I dug in a little more, and I realized they weren't able to process why X was actually wrong. So that means I hadn't taught them anything after all. I went like, huh? Okay then, so for my audience in Kenya, this is just a side note. As parents, we have been making very many jokes online and sending means and just mocking the current education curriculum which is called cbc meaning competency based curriculum the theory of this curriculum is good however the the implementation is quite another matter the children are supposed to learn seven core competencies communication and collaboration critical thinking and problem solving imagination and creativity, citizenship, digital literacy, learning to learn, self-efficacy. And then, they're supposed to have the following eight values inculcated. Love, responsibility, respect, unity, peace, patriotism, social justice, and integrity. Very lofty ideas. But then, Looking at our current country's state of affairs, in all honesty, are we anywhere near having the moral authority to teach our children these things? As in honestly, not a discussion with our heads up in the clouds, just the plain truth. Are we really at that point? No, we are not. So who exactly is going to teach them? Their teachers or the school? Aren't they also living in this country and part of the problem? Okay, so back to my deflated face. I hadn't taught my children critical thinking. I hadn't taught them problem solving. I hadn't taught them any of the values. I taught them nada at their level. Instead, I had very well taught them pain-induced compliance. By the way, it's not that these thoughts stopped me from beating my children. No, 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 no. I minimized, yes. I minimized a lot. I left it for, um, how do we say it, extreme cases of misbehavior. You know, the ones that I deemed problematic. Plus, I was of the opinion that they needed a refresher, you know. Like a small reminder from time to time on who was boss in this house and then have that imminent threat of being beaten still a very real reality hmm? vivid and real reality so what made me eventually stop stay tuned for next week's episode for more on this discussion have i convinced you in this first part why we shouldn't beat our children please let me know what's your take home from this episode and most importantly, what will you do with the knowledge gained? If you would like my help to finally stop beating your children, then please book a session with me on plus 254-783-534-041. Thank you so much for listening. Until next week, be blessed and continue focusing on what matters most to you and make the legacy you want to leave behind a reality. Ciao!